on you will go, though the weather be foul. You miss 100% of the shots you never take. On you will go, though your enemies prowl. Put in the work, the hours, the sweat. On you will go, though the hat can crack, howl. See, dreams don't come true. Dreams are made true. Everybody, Big Anklevich here. I bet you thought I was dead. Turns out I'm not. But sometimes I think I should be. Uh, that's a little overdramatic, isn't it? <clears throat> so, I'm here with another show of the Anklecast. We've been on hiatus for a couple of months because... Well, I didn't want to do this show where I admit that I suck. Um, We've been talking about doing a novel over the summer, me and Rish. And uh, yeah, we were supposed to start writing in July. And I think that was probably... I think that was probably the last uh, ankle cast that I did. No, I think it was before that. I think it was June. When July came, I was supposed to start writing, and I wasn't ready to start writing because I hadn't been very diligent in June. And Rish was that way, too, because he, (laughs) unlike me, had been writing furiously on something else. Um, And... uh, he wasn't done with it quite in time to get his planning stuff done, and so he... But the thing was, what he wrote was so long that it could be considered not more than 50,000 words. Or right around 50,000, anyways. I don't remember exactly what it was. That's what Rich was doing. He was writing a novel, so he couldn't get to his novel because he was busy writing a novel. Me? I was not... I was finding uh, other things to do. I was watching Daredevil and Game of Thrones and in general just looking for anything else to do but what I had agreed to do, that what I had proposed I would do, professed I would do. So uh, yeah, I mean, I didn't want to do this show because I was embarrassed about how much of a, a lame-o I was. And I think that shows my 80s roots, but yeah, I was a lame-o. Um, I, I, I wish I could figure out what the deal is, why it is that I avoid writing. I suppose it's work. I suppose it takes thought. You have to sit and concentrate on something and it's it's not something I'm necessarily good at, concentrating and putting in the effort. I've done that here and there with things. I mean, shoot, I ran 500 miles in one year one time. And that took a lot of effort and a lot of uh, 
dedication, but uh, so far writing hasn't been one of those things that I've been dedicated to for very long. I've never been able to manage for more than a month or two tops, and especially the planning thing. I remember saying, oh yeah, I'll, I'll get to put a whole month into it. That's great. That'll give me lots of time, and I'll... And, uh, I'll feel free to actually do it and to not worry about, hey, I should be writing. But the thing is, I should be planning, and I wasn't doing that. I was finding other things to do. I was uh, busy being a consumer rather than being a producer. I was busy, uh, I mean, some of the things that I found to do were legit. I was taking care of my family and stuff like that, but... Most of it wasn't, I have to admit, and I have to admit that I'm ashamed that I didn't follow through with what I said I was going to. Um, there was, there's a listener to our show, her name was Ginger. And I kind of want to dedicate this episode to her, if that means anything. I don't know if that means anything. I don't know if she was the only person that she knew who listened to our show, or if she has lots of friends that also listen. Nobody listens to my show, so maybe it doesn't mean anything. Uh, And by nobody, I mean nobody other than you who is listening right now. Uh... But the other day I was on Facebook and somebody had uh, commented on her profile picture. And it was a picture of her, just her face and her head, and she had purple hair. And somebody's comment was R.I.P. Ginger. And I thought, okay, maybe this is just a joke about that maybe she had red hair before and now it's purple and so R.I.P. to the ginger. Um, But uh, turns out that wasn't the case. And the more I looked, the more things kept popping up and I found that Ginger who was one of our listeners and she was even there was a time where I put out a call for people to be first readers of my stuff that I write and she was one of the people that volunteered for that and I had a a fair amount of interaction with her um and yeah the more I saw the more I found out that this was true It wasn't just a joke about her hair. It was what had happened. Ginger had died. And uh, I looked into it and found that she died in a car accident um, the day before. And I don't know Ginger well. I haven't had a lot of dealings with her. 
to really know what she's like. She's obviously a cool person because she likes the Dune Steve. So there's that. But I don't know why, but it really kind of upset me, really kind of disturbed me. I'm pretty sure that Ginger is younger than either Rish or I. And I've often worried about and thought a lot about the the vagaries of life, the 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 randomness of things, the way you can't you can't really rely on tomorrow. Um, I think that probably comes from working in news. We do uh, a story, a news story, pretty much every day about somebody who's died in a car accident. They'll put little things up. The Department of Transportation here, you know, they have this goal, which of course is a not going to happen kind of a goal, but, you know, it's what they say they want to achieve, and that is zero fatalities uh, on the roads. And they have these little billboards that they put up little messages telling you to buckle your seatbelt or to pay attention to uh, what your, you know, the road in front of you instead of your cell phone, etc., to try and warn people, try to get them to make good choices while they're on the road so that they don't wind up uh, in an accident. And then another thing that they do on these billboards is their electronic little kind of message boards and sometimes they'll say out of the last seven days there have been three days with no fatalities or whatever and the days between Memorial Day and Labor Day apparently are the most deadly days of the year uh, I guess you would think it would be the opposite in like winter with snow and ice and stuff all over the road would be more likely to be the deadly times and apparently there's more accidents at those times but they're less deadly accidents because people are going already slower because of the conditions but in the summer the conditions are beautiful there's no uh, reason for anybody to slow down and so they drive faster than they need to faster than they should and when an accident happens they're going to 80 and accident at 80 is going to be much more deadly than an accident at 40. Um, and yeah, it, life is like that. I mean, the, the billboard yesterday said one out of the last seven days there have been no fatalities on the roads. One out of seven. And that is apparently, I mean, I've never seen it that low before. I would think they would just pick a different message on a day like that. Because, you know, it seems like when they're putting up how many days, usually it's like three out of seven or four out of seven. I've never seen it very good and it's never been five out of seven. Uh, But yeah, one out of seven is all it was. That's how many people, and I don't even know, you know, some of those days I know that there was more than one uh, 
fatality on the roads in one day. Um, how many people that just their lives were snuffed out just because they weren't paying attention or you know uh, something weird happened um, from what I saw in the article the person who was driving the car that Ginger was in uh, drifted off the road to one side realized they were drifting off the road to the side tried to get themselves back in in place overcorrected and wound up going off the road on the other side hitting off a I want to say they hit off a pole before also before finally resting against a, another pole or a tree or something like that I can't remember but just life is short you know it's it's something I'm sure I've talked about before. If not here, then on the main show or on That Gets My Goat or somewhere. It's just, it's short. It's, there's no knowing when your time is up. And Ginger, this person that was one of our listeners her time is up I don't know what plans she may have had for her life that were never fulfilled what uh, dreams that she wanted to achieve um, I don't know it's interesting I remember on Firefly they talked about uh I want to say it's the episode where uh, the guy that used to be their friend he mails himself to them dead in a box and uh, they're all a little disturbed by that there's the scene where Jane and Shepard Book are talking about how they deal with death and uh You know, they're, they're talking about just how everybody deals with it in, in a different way. Some people are, you know, moved to tears. Some people uh, get angry. Some people, uh, in that case, I think Jane just, he says, it makes him want to go out and get frisky with somebody. And he's like, oh, it's not because I'm, you know, I'm not into, you know, necrophilia or anything like that. I'm, it's just... Shepard Book's like, yeah, no, I understand. You want to prove that you're still alive, basically. Get out there and show them that you're you're still ticking. You're not giving up or whatever. And I don't know if my reaction to this news is weird or not, but I, I would assume it's kind of uh, relatively normal. I don't know. Uh, but basically, when I see that, it just makes me think that the plans and the dreams that I have for my life, I better get in gear 
in achieving them. Obviously, they're not going to do it, do themselves, if you know what I'm saying. Like, my, I say that to my kids a lot, because, like, just the other day, my daughter came down. She's like, Dad, you know where my iPod is? I can't find my iPod. And I'm just, I said, well, you got to keep looking. I, I haven't seen it. I'm sorry. But keep looking. It's not going to find you. You have to find it. So don't just sit there and whine about how you can't find it. Keep looking. Look in the places that you haven't looked yet. Relook in the places that you have looked because maybe you missed it. Keep looking. You will find it, but it will not find you. And that's same deal with, with, for example, writing a novel. It's something that I want to achieve, and it will not write itself. I can't just sit here on this show and whine about how I didn't do it over the summer how ashamed I am that I led everybody to believe that I was going to be all going for it and instead I just avoided it like I always do led everybody to believe that I was going to go for it and instead I did my same old shtick um I can't just whine about that because it's not going to write itself I have to get it written I have to work on it and make sure that it gets written because that's the only way it's going to happen. Another goal of my life, one of those bucket list kind of things that I've been saying that I'm going to do for a few years, I've actually, if I go back and look, I made a list of a bunch of things once when I was like 20 of things I wanted to do before I die. And a lot of them, I look at them now, and I'm like, I don't want to do that. Like, skydiving was on the list. I don't want to do that. I don't care. Uh, maybe I'll do it, but it's not a goal anymore. But run a marathon was on that list all the way back then. And that still feels like something that I want to do, something that... And I think the reason it still matters to me is it's an achievement. It's not just, hey, I went out, I paid somebody a hundred bucks and I jumped out of a plane uh, so that I could crap my pants uh, as we fall out of the sky. Maybe that'd be fun, it'd be awesome, but it wouldn't be an achievement. It would just be like, hey, I went to the water slide and I went down the scary water slide, yay. Uh, you know, maybe it's facing a fear or something, but it's not, I put in a lot of effort, I worked hard, and I did this, but running a marathon is definitely an achievement, it's not something you can just go out and do that day, you can't just pay somebody a hundred bucks, and hey, you know, strap yourself on, <laughs> tandem style and have them run the marathon for you as you just have like, I don't know, roller skates or something on your feet and they drag you along uh, the way you do with skydiving um, so I still really want to do a marathon uh, 
Um, I've been saying I'm going to do it. There's a marathon coming up here in town in April. And that's my goal, is to run it in April. Uh, I think I probably need to go and see a podiatrist before uh, too much more time goes by, though. So I got some kind of issue going on with my foot that causes my whole body uh, pain all the way up to my lower back and my hip and my knee and etc. It's just all foobar. I need to find out what's going on with that. And I've been able to mitigate that at, at times just by doing yoga and stretching and that kind of stuff. But I'm lazy with that, just like I'm lazy with everything. And so I haven't been doing that until recently. Oh my gosh. I'm just so unbelievably uncomfortable all the time. Um, so I, I, at the very least, I need to start getting back into the yoga and the stretching to, to make it possible. Um, but yeah, to be able to do this marathon in April... It's going to require a lot of work, and it's also going to require a lot of attention put on my diet. I can't just eat whatever the hell I want. And, uh, you know, that's what I've been doing. And, yeah, I'm going to kill myself if I try and run 26 miles weighing what I do now. I'm just going to destroy every joint in my body. So that's another thing that I'm going to have to really work on if I want to run a marathon. I was wondering, I don't know if this would be, how helpful this will be, but planning out, you know, putting it on to a schedule, all the different things. Like, for example, on my phone, I have a just a bunch of alarms that are set on my phone. They're to go with my, my diet, you know, to try and... Because, you know, they say your metabolism will be raised if you eat more often. Less food more often, basically. Five meals a day instead of three. And you just have smaller meals. And, uh... So... I've got, uh... All these alarms set to remind me when it's time to eat so that I don't miss some of those meals. Because I've found that if I'm getting busy and I'm not paying attention, I will miss those. So I set those alarms for that reason. And I'm wondering if I could set... I, I even set an extra alarm that just goes off once a week to remind us that it's trash day. So we actually put our dang trash cans out and don't have the trash piling up on us because we forgot to. I'm wondering if I could do a similar thing with... The other stuff that I need to do, for example, writing, I could schedule out, hey, I'm going to write at this time each day, and I'll set a little alarm that rings that reminds me that's writing time, uh, so that while I'm sitting there thinking, hmm, I should watch more Game of Thrones, then that alarm will go off, and I'll be like, oh, crap, no, I should... I should be writing. Uh, 
I think I'm going to try and work that out, work out a little schedule. Um, for for the whole week and uh, see if that will help. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think my idea for a novel, and Rich has said it a few times to me, that it's a really good idea. Uh, I don't know how much it, it's just that he likes superhero-type ideas is why he thinks it's such a good idea. It's a superhero one. Um... But I like the idea. I really think it'll be fun. I think it can be a, a series, at least a trilogy of books, but possibly a longer series even than that, where it's, uh, you know, four or five books before it's over. Um, I've got kind of plans for it. Uh, to be such and I was I was even I even worked on it a little bit I talked some of it through as I was driving home uh, from work the other day and uh, I worked out a lot of stuff that's actually gonna be far beyond the scope of the first book which I suppose is good uh, but yeah it's it's a good idea, I think. It'll, I think it'll make a good book. I think it even has some good twists to it, some really interesting stuff to it that uh, I think will make it fun. I was actually planning to... Uh, something I thought of doing was, was doing the planning of the book, doing the outline of the book as podcasts. So I have this outlining uh, how-to outline uh, book and workbook that I got from this author. Oh, I can't think of her name off the top of my head right now, unfortunately. But uh, I'll surely tell you what it is when I get to the podcast itself. But uh, this author did this, uh, this outlining book, and I went through it and kind of took notes and gleaned what I needed to from the first chapter and then I was going to go through and fill in that stuff and then do a podcast about it. I even sent an email to the author to check and see if that would be cool to do a podcast based on her novel where I talk about how to or use her how to outline to outline my novel. Now I worry a little bit about it because if I do all that on a podcast, then everyone will know the story and possibly will not need, feel the need to ever read the story when the story actually comes out. Um, or maybe that'll make them want to read it all the more. I don't know. Back in the day uh, when Marvel was doing their Civil War uh, event in Marvel Comics, Rish was really into comics at that time and he would read the, the comics and then he would tell me about what happened in the comics and him telling me about what happened uh, would get me interested enough that I would then go out and buy the comics so that I could read them myself and find that Rish was terrible at remembering what exactly happened or I don't know maybe you just didn't understand whatever but I'd read it and be like what the hell 
wish that this other thing happened. This is not what happened. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, maybe that'll make you want to buy it all the more that you listen to the uh, outlining process. I don't know. Um, I think I'm going to do it, though. Uh, if nothing else, maybe someday in the future people will read it. And then they'll be like, oh, there's podcasts about the outlining of it. I should go back and listen to those because that would be neat to hear. Uh, how somebody outlined a book that I've read. So I think I'm going to go for it. I'll podcast these, uh, the outlining sessions or whatever you want to call it. Um, and I'm going to try and push myself on it so that the podcasts will be more frequent. It will come out more often than once a month, like my regular ankle casts do. Uh, because I'm supposed to do the whole outline in a month. Now, obviously, that was three months ago that I was supposed to do that, and those days have passed, but I still, uh, I, w I would like to get on it and actually do it. So I'm going to try and do it all in a month, and we'll see how fast and how hard I can go on this. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, I think, what the dill is gonna be uh, looks like my battery's about to die on the recorder so hopefully uh, I'll be able to finish before it does um, but anyways yeah Rish and I got together uh, we've been having a hard time getting together because we used to get together on Mondays every week but he's been scheduled to work every Monday recently so not too long ago uh, we got together on a weekend because he got a special weekend off for working hard or, you know, uh, for sacrificing for the man or whatever it was that he did that got him this weekend off. And so uh, on this weekend off, he decided we would finally get around to, he had this idea probably three years ago that he and I would go out to the cabin where his family, uh, that his family owns and uh, have kind of like a writer's retreat there. Um, we didn't do a whole lot of writing. Uh, it was a little frustrating. I, I, I totally blew it because my outline that I had, uh, I had it on Google Docs and you can, you know, use Google Docs when you're offline but obviously you have to have it downloaded to the device that you're gonna use it on. And for some reason I thought I had it. I didn't worry about making sure and loading it up while I was still within, you know, Wi-Fi or at least cell phone service uh, area. And so once we got up to the cabin and there was no service, yeah, I, I didn't have it. And so I couldn't, uh, couldn't work on it, but we did do a whole lot of podcasting. Uh, we started up a marathon that we decided we were going to do. Before the marathon, we did a uh, podcast talking about, I think we're going to call the episode the abject failure episode. Basically, we talked about uh, failing to write the novel over the summer, because both of us have. Rish is working on it, and he started writing it. And I'm excited because he's writing an idea that he has had for years. I mean, he told me about this one a while ago. 
but he wouldn't he wouldn't write it because he thought, oh, this is a this screenplay, and I can't write it as a novel. Um, but yeah, now he's I guess decided to finally do it as a novel, and uh, he's working on it. He's not anywhere close to done, and uh, neither am I. And we talked about that, and I figured I probably ought to get this episode out before that that gets my goat episode airs so that I could, I don't know, explain myself. But, um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm going to go for it. I'm not going to give up. I don't want to get in that car accident someday. And I assume that that's coming for me, you know? I drive 45 minutes to work and 45 minutes home from work every day. That's a lot of time on the road. Sooner or later, that accident is going to catch up to me. It's like the... I guess we're going back to Firefly, which is weird, but it's like that, that quote from Firefly where... You know, out, there's a bullet with your name on, uh, with your name on it out there, and the trick is dying of old age before it finds you. There's a car accident with my name on it out there, a big, bad, devastating car accident, a rollover kind of car accident. I, I, I almost guarantee it. Uh, unless, you know, I don't know, unless I become a writer and I can work from home and I don't have to make this commute anymore, which is, you know, kind of a goal of mine, but uh, also perhaps a pie-in-the-sky dream, like the zero fatalities dream of the uh, Department of Transportation here. I just figure that car accident, it's waiting for me. And if I want to achieve what I want to achieve, I need to get on it. My mountain's waiting. I need to get on my way. And uh, it's what I got to do. I got to really do it. You know, the, the, that thing that people talk about, you know, the deathbed regrets. Nobody ever wishes, oh, I wish I'd spent more time at the office. Or, oh, I wish I'd, I don't know, watched more episodes of Game of Thrones. Uh, not that I watch those constantly or anything, but I do waste my time. I wish I'd spent more time on Facebook. I wish I'd tweeted more tweets. You know, nobody's going to say that. Um, and Facebook may well be my big time waster. So I'll look at crap on Facebook all the time. And none of it's worthwhile. Most of it's just stupid. Um, not the stuff that people say. I'm not saying, you know, what you're posting on Facebook about your life or whatever is stupid. But I'm talking about the articles and things like that that people will link to. And I'll go and spend an... 30 minutes or whatever reading this entire big long article about some stupid BS 
unnecessary. And uh, maybe that's something I'll do. Maybe I'll take a break from Facebook for a while. Um, but yeah, I, I am I am going to definitely put some more effort into this stuff and uh, get some things done. And uh, hopefully soon you will be hearing from me about a book that I've finished. And uh, that would be cool. Anyways, uh, I think I'm going to say that I've said my piece today. I've been talking for 35 minutes, so that's plenty. Uh, but yeah, I mean, all I've got to say is, you know, A, we're going to, you know, even though I didn't know Ginger well, we'll miss you, Ginger. Sorry that things turned out the way they did. And I hope those that are closest to you can get some comfort this time. And be life is short, everybody. Get out there and make it count. Short and your mountain is waiting to get on your way. Congratulations. Today is your day. You're off to a great place. You're off and away. Your goal should be a dream with a deadline. That's why I gave you five years. Do it! You miss 100% of the shots you never take. Take the shot. There will always be things in the way you dream. Don't let your dreams be dreams. You go out and you find why not. You surround yourself with why not. Live a why not life, man. There are a million no's, but all you need is one yes. Where we are today is where we are. Today's the starting day. I know what we're gonna do today. Just do it! And will you succeed? Yes, you will indeed. 98 and three quarters percent guaranteed. That's all it takes to be successful is an attitude. It's an awesome feeling when you truly believe that you're going to be successful. Nothing is impossible. Dreams don't come true. Dreams are made true. Your mountain is waiting, so get on your way. Bye-bye, boys! Have fun storming the castle! Think it'll work? It would take a miracle. Bye-bye!